our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. The Single Mom Podcast, episode 58. In today's episode, we discuss, again, why it's so important that you take care of yourself. This is the Single Mom Success Podcast. Our mission is to help single moms find advice, support, ideas, and hopefully some humor along the way to help them navigate through this crazy single parenting gig and build the most amazing lives for themselves and their children. Please be sure to stop by the singlemomblog.com for more great articles, free downloads, giveaways, and more. Now, let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to the Single Mom Podcast. I hope you're doing wonderfully today. So um, I'm actually, today is kind of one of those days. I don't know if it's the time of year or the weather or what's going on. Maybe you guys are noticing the same thing, but I just feel bleh. Like I just, I don't have a ton of energy. I really just want to sleep. <laughs> um, I'm so unmotivated at this point. Um, and I don't know if it's just that I've been going and going and going. And now this is the time where my body and soul and spirit and mind are just like, okay, we're done now. <laughs> um, but it's so like right now, I am dragging ass so bad. I do not want to get out of bed. I did not want to like, have you ever had these moments where you think, Hmm, I am honestly laying here totally debating whether it's not just worth it for me to just call the kid in sick. (laughs) So I don't have to wake her up and everybody just sleep. That's kind of where I'm at. You know, it's just, I felt like I really just want to have several, several lazy days And unfortunately, you know, we typically do not get that luxury. It doesn't, it very, very rarely happens. Um, Typically for me, it only happens maybe on a weekend when my daughter's with her dad. Um, Because that's really, you know, my boys are 18 now, so they're pretty self-sufficient. They're, you know, and it's rare that they come out from their little caves downstairs. Um, So... That's kind of the only time I really get to truly just say, okay, I'm having a lazy day. I don't want to do jack. I'm not even going to get out of my pajamas and I'm just going to lay here. The problem is, is then when I do that, I feel really guilty because I haven't gotten anything done. There's a million things I should be doing. There's a million things I could be doing. And I just, but I don't want (laughs) to. And that's kind of where I'm at. I go, I think through ebbs and, and waves, you know, ups and downs with this where I'm really highly motivated. I get everything done. I'm on top of all my stuff. And then I get to the point where I'm like, okay, I've been running on all cylinders for a really long time now. Now my body just wants to quit. And part of that, you know, is obviously a certain amount of self-care. And I talk about how important self-care is uh, because it is. It's very important. But, you know, as much as we talk about it, a lot of times we're not good at it. Right. Like I can sit here and say, you need to practice self-care. You need to take care of yourself. You need to do these things to make sure that you're staying 
as, you know, in good a shape as you possibly can so that you can care for your family. But I don't always follow that advice because sometimes we're really great at giving advice, right? But we don't always take it ourselves. How often do we tell our kids to do something that we just don't do, (laughs) right? The do as I say, not as I do theory. Um, So I think I have not been as good at self-care lately as I should be. And therefore, I'm just sort of dragging I also feel that I may be getting sick (laughs) because I've been coughing a lot this morning. So that could be a big part of it, that my body is just trying to fight off some random cootie that my kids brought home and now it's just tired, right? You typically will get real worn down when your body's fighting something and I think my body's trying to fight something. So I've got sort of a double whammy going on. So it does bring up this um, article I saw or somebody posted something saying, you know, Yes, we're supposed to do self-care, but come on, be realistic. When, you know, by the time everything is said and done, that's just one more thing that requires effort from me and I just don't have it in me. And I get that. That's where I'm at a lot of times, right? And maybe that's what's, you know, the biggest issue is we do so much all the time that self-care, even though it's important, it seems like just one more thing that we have to dedicate time to. And we really, it, we look at it going, okay, I really don't want to dedicate more time to anything or energy to anything. And if I have to let something go to the wayside, taking care of myself is going to be it, right? That's, that's where it's going to fall. And so maybe that's the biggest issue, right? Maybe that's a problem we have to fight. I mean, quite often, more than more than <laughs> anything, we are our own worst enemy, right? We know we're not supposed to eat the unhealthy food, but we do it anyway. We know we're not supposed to stay up really, really late to binge watch TV shows, but sometimes we do it anyway, knowing that in the morning we're going to be dragging butt and feel like we don't want to do anything. Um, We know we should take ourselves to the doctor, but we don't, Um, you know, so I think it's it's because for so long, it's really hard for us to make ourselves a priority, right? We as parents, as moms, once we have kids, we sort of sign this, you know, individual contract with ourselves in our heads that these beings are going to be, we're going to dedicate our entire whole self to caring for these beings, to keeping them alive, to raising them, to loving them, to making sure that they are safe, healthy, and happy, right? We spend so much of our energy doing that, and we just decide that that is going to be the focus. And we are totally okay with signing over any, you know, caring for ourselves as, as an exchange. Like, that's a fair exchange in our minds. I'm willing to not take care of myself in order to take care of my kids. And while that is definitely a noble thing to an extent uh, and, and fully understandable, it is something that takes a toll. And it always will. And it's one that we're always okay with paying. 
and and I'm not saying I'm not okay with paying that toll. I'm not oh I'm not saying that I don't want to do it anymore. That I don't want to take care of my kid. It's more of a it needs to be a little less one sided, right? Um, and, and it sort of gets that way as our kids get older. Um, when they're babies, when they're infants, when they're toddlers. Of course they take up more of our attention and of course they take up more of our time and of course they take up more of our focus because they are defenseless. They are, I mean, we are the line of defense for them. We're the ones that make sure they're clean and fed and safe and, you know, don't stick things in light sockets, right? Like that's our job. We have to make sure that they're okay. Um, and it is supposed to be all encompassing because there is for, especially for single moms, there is no one else to do it, right? For, for couples who, you know, there's two parent families, you know, you do have some help in that arena, um, or at least you should. If you don't, mm, you need to have a talk with your significant other because there should be help. If you have two, I tell people all the time, you know, I see articles with people complaining of like, oh, you know, just because your husband works all the time doesn't mean you're a single mom. You don't get to call yourself a single mom. That's true. You don't get to call yourself a single mom because you're not a single mom. If you feel like you are a single mom and you're in a relationship with someone who is supposed to be helping you, then you need to have a discussion with that person because you should not be feeling like a single mom. I don't care. If there is someone there to help you, they should damn well be helping you. I'm sorry. That's, ugh. that's a, that's a contract. And that's probably why I've been totally okay being single because I'm not willing to, you know, I was okay to sign that contract to say, I'm willing to give everything and anything I have. And I will give every piece of me if I need to, in order to care for and raise my children. But if there is another person there who could be helping you damn skippy, I'm going to expect them to help take a little bit of the load off me. Right. I, I shouldn't have to sign that contract then because there is someone else who can help, who should help. And if they're not helping, ladies, I'm telling you, you know, I don't know if you're listening to the single mom podcast, if you're not a single mom. But if you feel like you're a single mom because your spouse or significant other is not helping, have a discussion. Now, if they're deployed and they're in the military, I totally get that. No, you're not a single mom, but you are doing it by yourself, right? I get that. Um, and so at that point, that is the contract you signed, right? You did sign a contract. You you married someone who was in the military and you went into it knowing that there was a potential that you would be doing it by yourself because they were deployed or whatever, you know. Um, so, or they're, you know, you're stationed somewhere where they're not or whatever, right? They get reassigned somewhere else in the country or who knows. Um, but, um, it is different if you're a single mom, you are the person in your home. Now you may have a father like my daughter has, or he takes her every other weekend. So there is a certain amount of, you know, release and there, and there is a couple of days where I'm able to say, okay, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't have to be the one who worries. I don't have to, I mean, somebody else gets to tag in for a minute and that's nice. It's nice to have. Um, and it isn't something that I experienced until recently. Now that the boys are older, you know, just in the last few years, you know, having a special needs child, it's, it's not like, you know, when they turned 13 or 14, I was able to just say, okay, we're good. I mean, I still had to be concerned and there was still a lot more care involved having a special needs child. So, um, but now 
they're they're better they're able to you know care for themselves they can heat up their own food they can take themselves to the store if they need to they're you know they're good so if my daughter's not here i'm able to have that sort of break but then unfortunately it becomes sort of an all-encompassing break so the days that my daughter's not here i either am using the time when i you know really don't have anything to do or another child there to, you know, entertain or feed or worry about or whatever. Um, and I can just say, okay, I'm going to get all this laundry done. I'm going to clean this. I'm going to do this. It's, it's sort of like a nice, no interruptions. I can get a ton of crap done. I don't got to do carpool. I don't have to pick up. I don't have to drop off. I don't have to do soccer. I don't have to do any of that. I have all this time to do what I want. And so a lot of times I really try and put work in where I can do, or go to the grocery store, right? I can go to the grocery store without anybody with me, so it's just easier and less stressful. Um, or I can go and finally go shopping, and I don't have to worry about taking anybody. I don't have to ask, have anybody asking me for anything. It's just a nice break, right? I remember one of my favorite memes that I ever saw was, you know you're a parent when going to the grocery store by yourself seems like a vacation. <laughs> Because it does, right? You're like, oh, it's so nice. I don't have anybody asking me for anything or talking to me or bothering me or, you know, and we love them. We love them. We love them. But, you know, let's be honest. They take up so much of us, right? They are taking our energy and our time and our attention and our focus. And that's what they're supposed to do. We're supposed to give it to them as parents. But now that my kids are older, like I said, I really need to start focusing on taking care of myself. And it's always hard for me. I have to have this conversation with myself pretty regularly because it's something that doesn't just come naturally to me anymore. Um, And I try really hard and I work on it here and there and I get into a good habit of it and then it just sort of slides off again. I sort of stop doing it, right? I'm not making it as consistent of a practice as I need to. So I actually... Um, end up in a position where I'm at right now where, you know, and again, it could be the weather and it could be, you know, the time of year. This is right around when, when things get cold and dreary, I get cold and dreary. I am a tropical person. I want to be warm. I live in Colorado. This is a time of year when the sky is really gray. It's gray outside right now. Gray. I feel like Eeyore. That's where I'm at right now. Today, I feel like Eeyore. (laughs) Like, it's just bleh. And so consequently, I feel bleh. And so it really affects me. And, but again, it's also because of my level or my lack of caring for myself, making sure that I'm getting the rest that I need, making sure that I'm eating the way I should be eating, making sure, um, because believe it or not, those are things. And sometimes people don't get it, right? There are a lot of people out there that are like, you know, when I say something like, there are some days where I forget to eat until like three o'clock and they're like, how do you forget to eat? Because I got stuff going on. It's just, I, I just do. There's days where, you know, people are like, I'm like, yeah, there's some days where I'm like, yeah, I didn't even get a shower in today. And they're like, seriously, how does that happen? Because I got stuff to do, right? My life got in the way. I wasn't able to get in the shower today. I probably shouldn't have done it first thing when I woke up, but 
I decided I wanted to crawl back into bed for another 15 minutes, right? Because I'm tired or, you know, I somehow my daughter missed her carpool and now I have to rush her to school. And so I just threw off my schedule or she forgot her project. So I had to run it down or, you know, life gets in the way. I don't have someone to, to tag in to say, hey, are you handle that because I want to take my shower. It just doesn't work that way. And again, that's just part of being a single mom and I'm not complaining about the fact and I'm not looking to have somebody. I mean, it's not worth it to me to deal with somebody else's bullshit just so that I can have somebody to tag in every once in a while. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's my mentality when it comes to, that's why I'm still single. I prefer being single. I like being single. The only time I miss not being single is just in those times where I'm like, I am so to the bone, soul crushingly exhausted right now that I really wish there was someone else to step in and just help me out just for the evening, right? Just step in and someone else go downstairs and switch out the laundry, right? But now um, my boys are a little unhappy because I've started, you know, I'm like, okay, y'all turned 18. You guys get to do your laundry. You guys need to switch it out. You guys take it out of the dryer and fold it. You know how to do all these things. Up until now, I've done it just so that it was done. But now you guys need to do it. I'm actually not doing it. I'm choosing to not do it. Because y'all need to take care of it. I get to take that off my to-do list. My to-do list is a lot shorter now because you guys are old enough to maintain these things yourself. Right? But again, I still have one daughter who she is, you know, she's 11 she still requires a certain amount of care. And lately she's being really lazy. I think she's feeling the same thing too, where it's just that, that time of year where the weather's changing and we're all just bleh. Um, because she's been the same way. She's laying in bed last, the other day, I swear to Lord, this past weekend, I'm laying in bed, she's laying in bed and she knows I'm awake and I know she's awake cause we've been both talking to the dogs and she goes, mom. And I said, yeah. She goes, I'm hungry. And I said, daughter, you know where the kitchen is. Because <laughs> she's got this whole, I'm going to be a lazy pre-tween. And I'm not having that. So, um, but she's feeling the same thing, I think. So I do think it's a bit of the weather. But it is, again, it is so, so very important that we care for ourselves and that we take the time that we need. Even if it is, I need a nap. I need to take the nap, right? It's all well and good to power through. It's all well and good to be sick and still power through. But there are some times when you just cannot make it happen, right? Most of the time I will power through. I will go pick up my kids sick as a dog, miserably unhappy and, and just feeling like death because that's what I have to do, right? There are some times when I get to the point where I'm like, it is not safe for me to drive to pick up my daughter. So I have to call someone else in the carpool or I have to call my daughter's dad. And I'm like, look, normally I would never even ask you for this because I hate asking for anything. I, I hate it. I hate asking him for any type of help or showing any kind of weakness. Um, <laughs> I just don't like it, but that's a few times where I'll say, look, there's just no way I can't do it. Right. I have literally the day after having major dental surgery picked up 
still swollen, still in pain, not taking pain medication and suffering through it so that I can still go get my daughter. And then when I come home, take the pain medication, right? Because you... It's never a good idea to drive on pain medication. It is doubly bad of an idea for me to drive on pain medication because I don't take pain medication often. So when I do, I'm absolutely stupid useless. Like, stupid useless. My kids think it's hysterical because I walk around like a dumbass for several hours. <laughs> Just, oh, look, oh. But it, it's crazy. Like, I lose all brain function on pain medication. So me driving on pain medication is worse. So, but I will literally suffer through that so that someone else doesn't have to do it. And that's just kind of madness. I've been looking back at it and I'm just like, that's, that's dumb. Why, why do that? And for some of you, you may understand fully what I'm doing and other people might be going, yeah, you're stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> some of you get me. Some of you think I'm crazy. That's fine. But it's, it's such a control thing for me and I hate giving up control. I absolutely hate it. Um, and so having to admit that I need help is my biggest, I hate it. I hate it more than anything. I hate having to ask for help. I hate having to ask for money. I hate having to ask for anybody to do anything for me because damn it, I'll figure out a way to do it myself. I don't like it. So even when it comes to putting myself through misery, I would rather do that than ask somebody for help. Now, I will not endanger my child. So the few times that I've ever called my ex and I'm like, I cannot go get her, it's because I got behind the wheel started my car and realized that I was so dizzy from being sick that it was just not good for me to drive. It was similar to if I had been on pain medication or intoxicated. I, my head, cold, sinus infection, whatever I had going on was kicking my butt and I was not able to drive and I shouldn't have. So because it would endanger my child, that was the only reason I did it. But if I can get away with it and not have to ask for help, I will. And I push myself to that limit. And I think as single moms, we all do. So while I get the idea and the mentality that it is just one more thing, right? After a day of having to do all the things, self-care is one more thing that you have to do. I get why it's so easy to just go, no, I'm not going to do that. I should, but I'm not gonna. We have to. We really, really do. And, and it doesn't, you know, I'm not saying all the time. There may definitely be times where you're like, yeah, this is just not going to happen. But don't make it a habit like I've been doing lately. The habit should be taking care of ourselves, right? It shouldn't we've got everything all flipped, right? We've got everything all flipped. We should be in the habit of taking care of ourselves. We should be in the habit of doing things that make us happy, right? We should be in the habit of doing things that are good for us, that make us feel good, that improve our mood and improve our bodies and improve our just general, you know, chi or whatever, 
right? <laughs> Whatever feeds our spirits, we should make a habit of doing more of that because it's so important to our own health and our own personal experiences and how we end up then dealing with our children. When you are exhausted and and bone ass tired and just miserable, you're going to be miserable with your kids. You it's you know because then at that point being happy is one more thing you have to do. It shouldn't be a struggle. You shouldn't have to force yourself to put a smile on your face. You shouldn't have to fake it through dinner feeling like a fraud because you're pretending to be happy so that your kids don't feel or worse yet not even putting in the effort anymore to pretend you're happy and your kids feel that too right we have to be able to you know lately the last few weeks and I didn't even realize it and I didn't even notice it until today um, as I was thinking about doing this podcast my children have been asking me on the regular are you okay are you okay you seem upset you seem mad are you okay like more often than they usually do, right? Because they're always very, you know, we want to make sure mom's good. Um, and, and they're very sensitive and they're very sweet kids. And they're always trying to, you know, help me and do for me if they can. But they are asking more lately than they have been. So keep an eye on your kids too, because they'll be a, a good indicator, because kids are really, really observant and they're really tuned into us as their moms. You know, we're their sole caregiver um, or at least the person they're with a the majority of the time. So they're tuned into us. So if your kids are asking, are you OK? You seem sad. You seem mad. Are you OK? That may be a good key indicator that something is off right? You may be denying it. You may be lying to yourself. You may be just trying to put on a face and tell your kids, yeah, everything's good. But it may be that you need to take a look and go, yeah, I'm at that point. I've reached the point where I have not taken care of myself. I'm not in the place where I need to be emotionally. I'm not feeling okay. Physically, I'm tired, whatever. I need to do whatever I can do to reset so that I can get back to a better place, that I'm better mom, my kids are not worried about me all the time, and we continue on. And I need to make sure I'm making this a regular thing for myself, even if it's once every two months, right? It doesn't have to be daily. It doesn't have to be weekly. You know, it should probably at least be monthly if you can swing it. Something. Take yourself, you know, go to Barnes & Noble. If you're like me, you like books, right? Go to Barnes & Noble you know, save a little bit of money if you need to. Buy a cheap book that's on sale, that's interesting to you. They usually have bargain books. Um, there's a place here in Colorado that I absolutely love called Second and Charles. They have all kinds of used books, new books. I mean, the store is amazing. They've got all kinds of stuff. We could spend hours in there and just my kids and I love this place. They have musical instruments. They have comic books. They have vinyl. They have CDs. They have books on anything and everything you'd ever want to see. They've got toys. They've, you know, and, and when you're done with your books, you can take your books back and sell them and get either credit at the store or cash. They don't always take everything, but it's kind of cool. So then, you know, you don't have all these books cluttering up your house. If you have anything like that, it doesn't have to be a place called Second and Charles, but look around. There may be something like that where you don't have to spend a ton of money. You don't have to go to Barnes & Noble. Maybe you just go to a secondhand bookstore. Find something that's cheap, a dollar book, right? 
something you've never read before. Take some coffee with you, sit at a park, read a book, right? Um, and maybe you can do that while, you know, if you're like me where you're like, you know, I know a lot of people, they've got little, little ones, right? Okay, so take the little, little ones in a stroller to the park. Yes, you know, maybe it's getting a little colder, but bundle them up, right? Take them to a mall, take them to the closest uh, Whole Foods or Sprouts. They have little indoor tables. There's all sorts of things you could do. You can get creative with it, but just take some time. Do something that feeds your soul. Go outside, draw a picture. Doesn't even have to be a good picture. Take some paint. Go buy some cheap paint from Michaels or Hobby Lobby. You can buy a $5 paint set from, from Michaels, right? And a canvas for like $3. Paint something. Doesn't have to look pretty. Paint. Do something, right? Just anything that helps kind of get you out of that funk and makes you feel good. If you, um, you know, if you need a massage, right? Not everybody can go to places and pay for massages. We don't always have the extra money, right? I get that. Did you know that many of the massage schools will give extremely discounted rates on massages so that their students can practice? Look for a local massage school and see if they have openings for their students to practice where you can get like an hour long massage for like 15 bucks plus tip, right? Or whatever. Um, there's so many different things that you could do. Draw a bath. If you've got a little, little one, put them in their little car seat or put them in their swing or whatever it is. Take them into the bathroom with you. Set them up. Dude, I used to put with my twins because it was just, I, I couldn't ever, I thought I'm not ever going to be able to take a bath again because I am so afraid or, you know, I'm not, I'm, I was always afraid to take a shower. Like what if they start crying? Right? Because that's the thing. If I, if I step away, that's when something goes wrong, right? We as moms, that's what we're waiting for. If I step away, that's when they're going to wake up. If I step into the shower, that's when they're going to wake up. So I, I was like, you know what? I put them in the little baby carrier car seat things. I brought them into the shower with me. And in fact, this was awesome during the winter months when they had colds and they were all stuffy. I put them in the shower in the bathroom with me, closed the door so it got all steamy, so the steam actually cleared, you know, helped with their congestion and stuff. And they were there, whether they were awake or not. If they were sleeping, awesome. If they were awake, they were still right next to me. So I would leave the curtain open a little bit so I could see them, they could see me, and I could still shower. I would draw a bath, I would put bubbles in it, I would take a bubble bath, they were right there, I was right there. I would talk to them, I would take the little toys and play with them, I would be able to rock them, but I was still relaxing. I was still in the tub, right? So there's so many, sometimes you just got to get creative, but there has to be a way to do it. And I've, you know, we've talked about this before. I've blogged about it before. I've done a podcast about it before, but I'm circling back around to it because it is so important. It is so, so, so important because otherwise you start falling into a funk. You start getting into the bad habits of not taking care of yourself. And then your body and your mind and your spirit and your soul it just gets so diminished and diminished. There's, there's this thing about, you know, you got to fill your own cup before you can fill someone else's, right? You've got to be able to fill up your cup so that the overflow is what helps fill the, the other cups, right? If you keep giving and giving and giving and you don't replenish, you're going to have nothing left to give, right? And so whether it's the time of year or the weather and around this time of year, everybody starts getting more stressed because of the holidays, 
we as moms get more stressed because of the holidays. The kids get hyped up because of the holidays, which causes us to get more stressed because they're so hyper, right? They start asking for stuff. They start wanting things. We start thinking, how are we going to afford it? The stress level goes through the roof during the holidays, right? And they are coming. So we've got to start making sure that we as moms are ready emotionally, physically, and that will help us with all of the rest, okay? If Christmas is a struggle financially, if Christmas is a struggle emotionally because of anything and everything you've got going on with your kids, you need to be at the top of your game, babe, or you're not going to make it through. Not whole. <laughs> it's going to get very bad. It's going to get ugly. And it's not going to be fun. Holidays are supposed to be fun. So it is so, so, so very important. So I'm reaching out now before it gets too much closer. You've got to really start thinking about how you're going to put some sort of practice into place for yourself to take care of yourself and make sure that you are filling your cup back up so that you feel whole, right? So that you can be the best that you can possibly be for your kids. Otherwise, you are no good for them, right? So... I hope this was helpful. I know that it's a bit of a repeat from another podcast that I've done, but it's been a really long time since I've discussed this topic. And as it's very clear, I am not staying on top of this type of mentality. And so therefore, it is very possible that you guys are also struggling with it as well. Take care of yourself. Get yourself whatever it is that you need. If it's that you need to take a nap, if it's that you need to read today instead of... The, the pile of laundry will still be there in an hour. Take a nap, right? Or throw it in the wash and then take a nap, right? When you wake back up, it'll be done and you can move on with your day, right? If you're home and you've got little baby baby ones, when they take a nap, you freaking take a nap. I know I was the same way. I'm like, no, because that's the only time I can actually get anything done. Woman, take a nap, Watch a TV show that you've been dying to watch. Whatever. Something for yourself. Okay? Everything else will still be there. You will still get a chance. The house will not catch on fire. The laundry will not self-destruct if it's not done right now. Give yourself the bonus of some time for you. Because you will be better for it. You will actually be more productive. You will be happier. You will get more done if you take a minute to recharge. Okay? So that is my advice for you guys today. I hope that this was helpful. Please, please, please don't forget to go visit the singlemomblog.com if you haven't done so already. Um, we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, I am working on a couple of really neat things for moms who are thinking about starting their own business. And that was my dog deciding to jump down off of my bed at this exact moment. Hey, it's real life, right? We're single moms. Things happen. <clears throat> um, so yeah, please check that out. Be, um, if you haven't signed up for our, you know, the email list or for our free downloads, please do so there. You'll get a newsletter. You'll get notified when things start coming out. Um, but I am working on some stuff for moms who are looking to start a business working from home and how they can manage that. And so I want you to be on the lookout for it. But until then, I hope you have a fantastic day. Take some time for yourself. If you aren't able to do it now or really soon, figure out when you can make that happen, whether it's tonight, tomorrow, but do it right away so that you can start getting back on track and get your groove back 
and really, really, really be ready and whole for all these crazy months that are coming up with the holidays. <laughs> but you definitely need to get back into the routine with me. We have to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of our kids, okay? So take care. Don't ever forget that you are absolutely amazing. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today for the Single Mom Success Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you found it inspirational in some way. Don't forget to visit thesinglemomblog.com for more of our podcasts, articles, downloads, and free giveaways. I hope that you have a fantastic day and never forget that you are amazing.